0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young, your host. Senior Dogs, who needs us more for love? for caring, and for a comfortable environment. Yet, it's the seniors who are often dumped at shelters when they become too difficult to care for or their owners are moving away. After sometimes years of living with one person or family, they find themselves alone in a strange environment, often in a cage. Seriously, it's one of the worst scenarios. My guest today, Kristen Peralta, and her husband, Mark, are doing their part to make sure some of these babies land well. In 2017, they started Vintage Pet Rescue, focusing solely on seniors in need and, wait for it, vintage furniture. I learned about them from People Magazine, who did a profile on the couple and their rescue in April. So when we return from a short break from our sponsor, we'll meet Kristen, learn how the Golden Girls inspired her and Mark to start Vintage Pet Rescue, well sort of, and hear how these fortunate babies are living, as well as what Kristen and Mark are doing to bring awareness to seniors' plight. So stick around. There are some very sweet stories ahead. Grab that favorite beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy?
1: Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Welcome back. If you've just joined, you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young. Kristen and Mark Peralta have a special soft spot for senior dogs. Their vintage pet rescue focuses solely on this underserved population. Let's meet Kristen and find out more. Hey, Kristen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Great, great. Hot, hot out here in Rhode Island, but we're doing great. Oh boy, it's hot here in Florida too. It's very hot. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm very excited to uh, introduce our listeners to what you and Mark are doing. And I guess I have to start with Rue. A very special guest who inspired you and Mark to start Vintage Pet Rescue. Tell us about Rue McClanahan. Yes, Rue McClanahan was technically our very
1: first hospice Senior dog that we took into our home way before we were a nonprofit, way before Vintage Pet Rescue was even an idea. Um, we had met this little dog. Um, she was a little Maltese with one bad leg and a little bit of an attitude. Um, we met her <laughs> at an adoption event, and you know, originally they said she was eight years old. She didn't get adopted there, so she did end up going to um, Mark's Shelter in Los Angeles, and after a day there, he asked me, you know, how I would feel about bringing her into our home. So I said, absolutely. She came to live with us. And at that time we had two pugs and one pit bull and a little Maltese that (laughs) actually turned out to probably be about 15 or 16 years old. And, you know, she wasn't wasn't in the best best of health. So we thought we'd have her for, you know, maybe a few months, but we just make sure that, you know, those few months were filled with happiness and comfy beds. And, uh, she actually ended up living with us for a year and a half.
0: Wow.
1: During that time. Yeah. During that time, we just both completely fell in love with her and, you know, her little personality and just, you know, the really ancient senior dogs. And when, you know, when Rue passed away, we actually, Went to the shelter the very next day, and we adopted another senior dog in her memory. And that is kind of how this whole thing started years ago. Yeah,
0: you can't just have one. (laughs) No, no, you cannot. Commercial. How did you? To just step back to Rue. Why the name? Because she was a golden girl. Well, her original name um, when she was at the shelter was
1: Scrappy. And that just didn't fit her. So, yeah, we just, you know, the first day she came home, I said, you know, she looks like a Rue. She looks like, you know, Rue McClanahan. So we, yeah, we named her that after the Golden Girls. And we also we had a bit of an attitude few, yes exactly and then a few yeah. a few uh, months later we brought in a senior pekinese who we named estelle after one of the golden girls so it kind of was a little bit of a
0: trend going on i can see that and on your site i see how you you know for each of the dogs that you have at the at the rescue you have like the show that they're into and the favorite movie i mean it's really cute you'll you'll see when you go visit their site everybody <laughs> listening this is kind of interesting you you refer to Vintage Pet Rescue as a retirement home and hospice for senior dogs and something that's usually reserved for human seniors. Was it a conscious decision to present the rescue in that way?
1: Yes, it was. And I mean, there are thousands of rescues across the country who... Yes. You know, take dogs from shelters and then adopt them out. and i i mean i've I've volunteered with a lot of them. I support a lot of them, and it's wonderful. But I really wanted to be a little a little different. You know, we're more of a sanctuary without tons and tons of acreage. so it really, you know, the word retirement home is really what just popped into my my mind. You know, we take these dogs from shelters or from families, and our goal isn't really to find them new homes, um, that mm-hmm. could happen, but our goal is really just to, you know, keep them healthy here and keep them happy. And they live, you know, in a pack environment, we're cage-free and they, they make friends and we have a lot of volunteers that come and help with walks and cleaning. So that's really kind of the retirement home aspect is, is really kind of my, my brainchild around the whole thing. It's, we're a little,
0: a little different. We're not your average rescue. It's brilliant, because it brings the heart of what you're doing into the way you describe what you're doing. So I think it it works really, really well. And the environment that they live in, I mean, you live in your home is in an old church, right? Yes, yes. so we tell us we about that moved, we yeah,
1: we've we've actually only been here since
0: November, so it's been
1: you know it's been a handful of months since we moved in, um, and it is it's a it's an old church from the 60s that I think operated for maybe 10 or 15 years, and then it was abandoned for 10 years. A couple did move in and they turned it into a single family residence, and they lived here for 15 years, and then we. We're lucky enough to be able to purchase it and move in in November. And it's so unique. It's such, I mean, everybody that comes in to visit says, wow, this is just the perfect place for you guys (laughs) because... It's got, you know, two main entrances. It's a big open floor plan. The downstairs goes right out to the big fenced backyard. There's laundry, there's a second kitchen, so we have we have dogs upstairs, we have dogs downstairs. They can <laughs> you No, know, we have a kitchen. I mean, it's, it really is and I like the perfect place for us. And it helps that the town we live in does not have a dog limit. So we just license all the dogs and they, they know us at town hall and they just, they're happy to, they're Aww. happy to license all, all the dogs. So yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's a very, very unique base, but it really it's
0: perfect for us. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Do you have pictures of this environment that the dogs live that we can share with our listeners? I can't, I post,
1: we are very active on social media, so I post a lot on Facebook, a lot on Instagram, and there are pictures of, of the space on there. But I should I'll start posting some more of you know the actual space. Mostly my focus is the dogs, but I sh- I will post more of the
0: actual space. Perfect, and we'll let uh, listeners know before we say goodbye later where people can find you so they can always check that out. Absolutely. Now there's a vintage furniture component. As well, which I think is super cool. How did that come to be? Do one of you have a passion for that? We both do,
1: actually. That's one of the things my husband and I really bonded over. We love going to flea markets and antique shops and thrift shops and just finding, we really like, you know, old 50s, 60s radios and cameras and televisions we just I don't know we just kind of love that and that's where the name Vintage Pet Rescue came from I mean Uh we we talked for months months about a name and it just kind of stuck and one time I mean I was on uh, you know I was on Pinterest obviously trying to find some fun projects and Uh uh, I saw somebody had made a dog bed out of an old television set and mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, that would be, that'd be a fun project. So I went hunting for a television set. I found one on the side of the road in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, got to work and made a little doggy condo out of it. And the response on Facebook was amazing. People loved it. So then I just started kind of making more and making dog beds out of old drawers and out of suitcases. And it kind of just fits with what we're doing. You know, like it's repurposing old dogs and repurposing old furniture. It, it kind of fits so fit in perfectly.
0: It, it so works, but it's left field, but it makes perfect sense. So people yeah. can buy these repurposed pieces that you create.
1: Well, I'll have them, sometimes I'll have them at, um, you know, at events that we have, but mostly I just use them. I'll give them out as gifts or for auction items for, you know, for different events. We don't have like an Etsy store set up for them just because it's too hard to obviously ship something that big, but yeah, yeah. Um, most of the time we'll just have them at local events or I'll I'll give them to different charities for their raffles or their auctions.
0: That's lovely. You and Mark sound like you are absolutely made for each other and you actually met in a very apropos way. Tell us about that. So Mark, he works for Best
1: Friends Animal Society. And he oh, was wow. Actually, yeah. So he was in he was in Los Angeles. He ran their NKLA Center and their uh, Mission Hills Center in Los Angeles, both, both shelters out there run by Best Friends. And I was actually volunteering with a rescue group in Los Angeles. And we were one of the first groups to move into the NKLA Center and have kennels there. So I actually met him in a dog shelter, in an animal (laughs) shelter, and we you know kept in touch and we had our first date a few months later and we were actually married at the best friend sanctuary in utah so with our dogs with our dogs there so oh my god it's um yeah so really it 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 kind of you know he i didn't have any dogs when i met him he had two pugs and then our family just exploded and grew (laughs) (laughs) by huge numbers and yeah and that's And that's where we are now.
0: This is such an incredible story because for anyone listening who hasn't heard of Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Utah, they're famous. They took the Michael Vick dogs. They rehabilitated most of them. They are known for being able to rehabilitate dogs that others don't want to touch. They are an incredible property of incredible people. They've been around a very long time. And the NKLA facility is a very important key shelter for them. I've been reading about them for years. I had no idea that Mark ran that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's best friends.
1: I mean, out in Utah, if anyone ever has a chance to go visit, it's only three hours from Vegas. It is a magical place. It is so special and gorgeous. And, um, NKLA is also, I mean, if you're in Los Angeles and you haven't gone there, it's also just, I mean, it's beautiful. It's not what you expect an animal shelter to look like. It looks like you're walking into a beautiful rental on Cape Cod. It's just, it's really nice. They did a great
0: job. Oh my God. It makes my heart full just to even hear this. We're going out to Los <laughs> Angeles in September. So I think I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah, you have to. Totally, totally. We're going to take a short break for our sponsor. But when we come back, there are some great stories to talk about regarding the dogs that are fortunate enough to be living with you at Vintage Pet Rescue. So, everybody, don't go away. Just refresh that beverage, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors.
1: Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life, Radio. Pet Life Radio. <laughs> If you've just joined, welcome back. We're talking with Kristen Peralta, co-founder with her husband, Mark, of Vintage Pet Rescue. There must be some great stories about the antics of some of these dogs. I was reading on your site, Franklin, that face, oh my God, and that he's 18 years old and was found as a stray. I mean, hard to believe that he actually survived. Tell us about the stories. Yeah, (laughs) tell us about some of these stories.
1: Well, like you said, Franklin, he is such a character. I mean, I we think he's a shih tzu. He might have some gremlin in him. It's hard to tell. But he is just, he is the typical, you know, get off my lawn old man. And he just, if he, you know, if he's not happy, you hear about it. He will bark and bark until he gets what he wants. But he is just, everyone loves him. Everyone on Facebook and Instagram, just, they adore Franklin, probably because they don't have to put up with his barking. But he (laughs) is so special. one, One time he was sleeping on the bed before my husband got in. He was sleeping on Mark's pillow. Mark went to move him, and Franklin was so upset that Mark slept on the couch. (laughs) Because he didn't want to move Franklin.
0: I love Marco Yeah, so
1: he just slept on the couch because Franklin was comfortable. But, can't move the baby. Yes. She is special. (laughs) I think, I think my, oh, everyone asked me what my favorite thing is. And my favorite thing about running this is when we bring in a new animal and they form a bond with another dog that we have here. And it happens all the time. And it is, so sweet, and the most the most special one I think is one of uh, the first dogs we took in when we moved to Rhode Island um, was this little white chihuahua named Nougat And I almost didn't take him because he was pretty aloof at the shelter. He wanted nothing to do with me, and he didn't he didn't seem very friendly. So I almost didn't take him. But I thought, you know, he's only seven pounds. I mean, what? Yeah, sure. Let's let take him. He's adorable. So I brought him, you know, I brought him home and, you know, within six hours, he was attached to me. And then within probably three days, he met and fell in love with our pug, Clarence, who Mark actually had before I met him. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: now, and they are, they are completely inseparable. They, they, anywhere Clarence is, Nougat is right next to him. And sometimes he's sleeping on Clarence or under Clarence, or right next to him, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. He, that is... They're definitely so... They're, I don't know if Clarence notices, really, but Nougat is very attached to Clarence, and it is <laughs> just so...
0: It's so special, and... It is. I just think it's adorable. It is, because these dogs who, you know, have been displaced, whether they've been living on the street, or they've been living with their person or their family, and all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, in a shelter, in a cage. To be able to form a bond is so important for their emotional well-being and and helps the transition, I would imagine, tremendously. So that is really lovely, lovely to hear. Absolutely. So, yeah. What are some of the most common issues that arise from caring for seniors? Well, I think one of the main things that you have to,
1: deal with with seniors is is incontinence so them you know peeing in the house or pooping in the house which is actually I would say one of the main reasons a lot of seniors get brought to shelters in the first place if the dog's having accidents in the house and people don't really know you know what to do or they just don't want that happening We are constantly cleaning. I mean, we never stop cleaning, and we have a lot of dogs who, you know, have incontinence issues. The best, I mean, the best thing ever invented for that for male dogs are belly bands. I know, I live by them. Put around. Oh, they're wonderful and, and they, they they would help so many people. I mean, it is a little bit of maintenance, you know, keeping up with it, but it's they're so wonderful. But yeah, incontinence issues are definitely something that we deal with a lot. We deal with a lot of kidney issues. You mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, you know, as they get older their kidneys stop functioning. At 100%, so, you know, their kidney values go up, and especially if they're not drinking a lot of water, that can cause some issues. Obviously, blindness is a big issue that we deal with, deafness, Mm -hmm. and every, you know, standard, pretty much everything. I was actually, it's funny, Mark was at the vet twice today, and I was at the emergency vet once. Um, just in one day. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately we, we just took a little, we took a little 15 year old girl a few weeks ago who we knew had heart issues. So we, you know, had an echocardiogram scheduled, but today she started to kind of have trouble breathing and, Have some heart issues. So she's spending two or three days at the, uh, at the emergency hospital on oxygen Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. trying to get her back up to, up to speed. So, but honestly, we're, I mean, we're at the vet all the time.
0: Yeah, all it the It costs a nice lot of face. money. It costs a lot oh. of money to run a rescue properly and take good care of these babies. So we're going to talk about where people can find you. You know, every little bit helps if people are, you know, want to donate. Any listeners want to donate. So you talked about running to the vet. You talked about doing a lot of cleaning. What else is involved in your full-time side job <laughs> of running Vintage mm-hmm. Pet Rescue? Yeah, so, I mean,
1: it's... It is it's a small, small operation. I mean, it's basically me and Mark and a handful of volunteers um to do everything. So when I'm not you know running to the vet or cleaning or taking care of the dogs, I'm really trying to kind of build vintage cut rescue. you know, working on our social media, trying to mm-hmm. get more followers, trying to fundraise is I mean, I'm it's constant fundraising just I'm in charge of the marketing so making you know new postcards we actually just got a logo made so now I've made postcards and banners and we have you know an event coming up so it's you know going to be nice for that t-shirts just pretty much anything you could think of that a business does I'm doing myself for for vintage cat rescue
0: yeah it's a lot it is a lot but you're doing a great job so thank you You're welcome. So are any of these dogs adopted out? I know that it's not an intention when you take a dog in to get it adopted out, but are they adopted? I I think I saw a couple of permanent foster care situations with the dogs.
1: Yeah. So we're kind of, we're still trying to figure out exactly how we're handling this. Right now, what I say is, you know, when we take a dog in, the intention is that we are keeping it for the rest of its life, but Mm -hmm. there are certain exceptions. We have, you know, sometimes we take in a dog and we don't know much about the dog and maybe the dog isn't good with other dogs or mm-hmm. we are kind of like, okay, this, you know, this dog is a great dog, but really it more of a, likes people more than dogs. In that mm-hmm. case, we will actively try to find that dog a new home. We've had a few cases. Um, we just had one. Um, we took a dog that they said only had three to six months to live. He was only six years old, but he had a oh. diagnosis of cancer. They gave him three to six months. So we said, okay, we'll, t- we'll take him in. We'll make sure he's happy for three to six months. We've had him for nine months and mm-hmm. he just had an oncology appointment yesterday that gave him the all clear. So wow. he's healthy and he's only six. So we're finding, we're going to find him a home. Amazing. Um, wow. Because, <laughs> a yeah. Yeah. Nice things like that where we're, we can kind of be fluid. We did, we took in a pug with a horrible skin condition and now that he's healthy and I mean, he's only seven, he doesn't need a retirement home. So we yeah. did find him a home. So Beautiful. things like that where, you know, we're, we're kind of fluid with, we're not, you know, I don't have all the dogs up on pet finder. We're not taking applications. I unfortunately just, I just don't have time for that mm-hmm. at this point we don't do adoption events but when a dog really should be in a home we're we're finding them that perfect home
0: yeah so that me reading about a formal adoption program uh, being started this year it's really more of a fluid situation for you
1: it is and the and the formal adoption program that i really want to start is that i'll i'll actually probably start taking dogs in specifically to adopt them out so, I'll reach out to shelters and I'll, I'll probably take in dogs and then we'll just pretty much foster them until we can get them adopted out. But most of the dogs that we have here are just, you know, our are, are permanent residents until, you know, unless something changes.
0: Right, right. Sounds fantastic. So, I want to let everyone know that Vintage Pet Rescue has an Amazon wish list. Tell people how they can find your wish list. Yes, so um, if you go to um,
1: vintagepetrescue.org and then there's a donate tab, you can um, find
0: our wish list that way. Perfect, and you can also learn more about Vintage Pet Rescue on that site and That's see cool. and read the stories about the dogs and see their vintage furniture, which is wonderful. What Thank about <laughs> yeah? What about social media? Where can people find you on social? Yep. So we're on Facebook.
1: If you just search for Vintage Pet Rescue and on Instagram at vintage underscore pet underscore rescue.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Kristen, for taking the time to share the wonderful things that you and Mark are doing with, uh, with me and our listeners and um, keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. I'm really glad. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our producer, Mark Winter. Mark, you make us sound great. We love you for it. My passion is living stylishly and animal rescue. So tune in next time to discover the designers, home decor, styles, and rescue stories I love. And don't forget to visit me at barkandswagger.com where you'll find great fashion, shelter stories, and more. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger.